Hey guys, so good to have y'all back on Tuesday. It's going to be a cool show. We have someone else coming in to speak um, on this topic today with us. It's going to go a little different than you think because the topic today is modern day slavery. People think about, you know, when they play the movies and the um, you see somebody getting whipped, they're in the, out in the field or, the, you know, things like that as if that's only what slavery is. and. I do apologize for being a little bit late, you guys. I am actually was talking with uh, the guy who's going to co-host with me in, in a second. We have a project coming up. It's really exciting. But um, also, um, the whole thing with slavery in America, and it's now it's, it's definitely slavery. I, you guys have heard me say quite a few things more than once. You guys um, are, for people who are here right now, you guys know you've heard before. So. What is a slave, right? So what's the definition of a slave, which I have it in the description section here. Slave is a noun, a person who is the legal property of another and is forced to obey them. So with that definition, we are forced to obey the government and um, or their property. You know, with our social security numbers and things of that nature. So we are slaves in this country. Now, people may think, well, I get to freely go out and do what I want to. I want to go drive somewhere and get something to eat. Or if I want to go outside and just do what I want to, which as opposed to what slavery has been described to us historically, what it looks like. We live in this in this time frame where they have decided, how can we trick people into being slaves and then not realize it? We've been conditioned that the things that are going on is normal and that's not slavery. So you you working your, your butt off, you have a wage you're supposed to make, and then they decide how much of your money they can take that slavery. Okay? Taxation is theft. So when I say taxation is theft, when we discuss that is they can decide they want to take 90% of your money. But we've been okay with them taking 30, 40, 50, you know, whatever percentage it is to take your money. You don't own your property because of property taxes. If you don't pay them taxes, they're taking your land. That's not yours. They said, that's mine. I'm taking it. That's slavery. And then we have people who are working, you know, get a job, get a job. You got to be able to feed yourself, put a house over your roof. Slaves were given shelter. I mean, it depends on what kind of shelter some owners had different setups but they give you shelter you have food in your belly and you have clothes on your back that's just slavery so when you want to start a business or anything it's a little harder if you want to you want to give and do certain different things it's a little harder when you have to answer to the man first the government so when we're discussing about slavery we have to just realize that regardless of if, if your ego's hurt or not i'm a slave too we're all slaves. Doesn't matter what doesn't matter what color you are. They did this whole Federal Reserve thing and everything they did. They decided they ended slavery. They decided to make everybody a slave. Okay. So that's the discussion tonight. And then the, the other thing we want to discuss is then what's the solution? How do we stop being slaves to the United States government? And it comes back to the whole notion of me wanting to abolish the political party system because we are ruled by both parties, every level, every branch of government. That's what it is. Like we're, we're ruled. And if you look at it, a lot of rules for thee, but not for me. So I know y'all been seeing these videos of Hunter Biden do smoking crack, um, 
walking around with hookers, his booty cheeks over there on the beach and stuff. All, all this stuff these people are doing, they get away with what they're doing. But the law only applies to us peasants, us slaves. That's exactly what it is. So we pay into the system. We we still get if you get pulled over, you have to pay these tickets. You're, it's extortion, all these things. So they're sucking us dry. They have people coming across the border who who aren't paying the same taxes. They're getting all these benefits. You're paying for their kids to go to school. That's more. That's more into all with all this stuff that's going on. We're also slaves to other country when you have our government taking our tax dollars and sending the money overseas. And they have our military going overseas doing things on behalf of other countries. You know, I don't really talk too much about my life and things like that when I was growing up. And I was like, I was treated like a slave growing up. And people think, oh, but it's because you had to do chores. You know, that was slavery. No. We were volunteered every time we went to someone's house, a family event, to clean up after everybody else. And that was mainly me. Um, we we had to go to, oh, my mom would volunteer us to go clean someone else's house. My grandma's house, um, my aunt's house, or go to my grandpa's, uh, pick up the, the cow dookie and, and do things like that. We were volunteer to do that. I was grounded all the time. And I was actually a good kid. I didn't go do, I didn't want to go drink. I didn't want to do all this extra stuff. I liked doing my extracurricular activities at school. I had a job. And so I got grounded. The rule was, if you get grounded, we, we take your paycheck. Okay, fine. Okay, you're going to take my paycheck? Okay, I'll get my paycheck. I'll cash it. I'll throw away my, my pay stuff so you don't know how much I got. So I'll give you some of the money. No. Then my mom said, oh, I need your pay stub too. So I know exactly every penny that you got. So I, I volunteered to work for free in a sense because I didn't want to be at home. That's slavery. And then we did get beatings and whoopings and things like that. That's like, that's, that's slavery. Like you don't just, oh, you go work. I take your money and that's it. Like that's slavery. So what is the solution to all this? Once we, okay, we define what slavery is. You think about it. Damn, we're all slaves. What is the solution? So some of the, the talking points on the left, they discuss certain things like student loan forgiveness and reparations and things like that, that nature. But they're only wanting to do it for particular groups of people when it comes to reparations. In this day and age, we're all slaves, regardless of what color skin you are, uh, middle, um, lower class, even the upper class. We're, we're all slaves to the American government system. So what is the solution? Take our shit back. Everything they stole from us, the land, the gold, everything they took from us, we take it back. That doesn't have to be called reparations, but we are owed by our government what they took from us, what they stole from us. And so two sides, they want they want something, right? But there's two different ways of obtaining those things. So technically, say we do take the government back, people take it back. And we take back our gold, we take back our land from the government, everything they've ever stolen from us. And it goes back to the people. Now, I actually was having a discussion earlier where if you close down all these agencies, ABC agencies, um, they, have, they have guns, they have ammo. Give it back to the people, have these training and safety programs, train people how to safely use guns and train them so that when anything hits the fans, like back in the day with our forefathers, they could call the militia. That's what that is. The militia for us to come and defend our country against foreign and domestic um, threats in our country. So all that ammo, all those guns, those agencies have accumulated, give it back to us. Everything they, like I said, everything they've ever stolen from us, take it back. You don't have to call it reparations, but 
in order for us to get back what we want, we're going to have to come together. Because if only one group is fighting for something, it's not going to happen. It's not. So that's my spill on that piece for the moment. I'm very interested in hearing what you guys had to say. And, oh, there's, there you are, Travis. I didn't even see you down there. I'm going to add you before we add speakers. You're up here as a speaker if you accept that. Do, 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 where you at? Accept your request. Okay, I, I, I added you. There you are. Okay, so when we were having that conversation on the phone and we are talking about reparations and, and things of that nature, and I was saying how right now we're all modern-day slaves and that everyone is owed what has been stolen from us. And I was saying that, you know, you can kind of like, you can give the perspective on the left of their thinking uh, for the solution and then kind of like think about the solution I have. Because my first solution when I was more um, a right-leaning person, uh, not so constitutional, necessarily come thinking, oh, doing that is not constitutional. But if you look at it from, from the perspective that they've been stealing from us for a long time and they're, they're, making, a, they're making it worse for our legacy. So if I die, um, my family has to pay estate taxes. My family has to keep up those property taxes or they have to sell it and give it away to somebody else. That's so my whole thing is from from the left perspective, you know, we've, we're coming to the middle. We're meeting in the right. What, what are your thoughts? <clears throat> All right, so um, unfortunately, I missed the first couple of minutes, and we just got off the phone. I was talking to my mom. Anyway, so um, yes, I do agree that um, we are looking at modern-day slavery 100%. And, you know, it has not been apparent, you know, until the last couple of years when you're looking at, um, you know, the, what's happening with inflation, the cost of living versus the, uh, you know, what the average worker is making, right? The average mer- worker is making less than what uh, they were, uh, you know, in the grand scheme of things, they're making less than what uh, uh, they were making, you know, back in like the 70s and everything. You know, the value of the dollar has gone down, right? So when you have to work two uh, three different jobs. You're having these these couples, whatever, right? They're working two different jobs and all this other stuff. A piece. They're not even able to. Uh, you know, they're they're working for nothing at this point. You know, because every time inflation goes up, right? Now, on top of inflation, you have to deal with student loan debt, uh, medical expenses, and everything, right? And you know, in our society, of course, you know, we have a capitalist society, right? And money, more money you have, the more freedom you have. I mean, that's just what it is right now. And they're taking away, they're literally doing it right in front of our faces, taking away our, uh, um, you know, our, our buying power, our money and all this other stuff. Right. And then in the meantime, they're getting us to fight. They're getting the left versus the right. I was just telling Donnie earlier, the whole Roe versus Wade thing that just happened. Right. That was the greatest, that was the golden pony of distractions. And we all took the bait. We all did it. We all started fighting immediately. I mean, social media is still on flames to this day. You know, we wh- whether you were uh, pro-choice or anti, I mean, anti-abortion or whatever, or f- pro-abortion, whatever. And um, either way it goes, we're, we're all losing. Because now the Democrats, they're putting it out there that they're about to take away um, you know, the, the guns to get back at the Republicans for the whole uh, Roe versus Wade thing. Right. 
you know, so they're pointing at each other and, and saying, ha ha, got you back, whatever. While they're doing all that, you know, they're literally taking away our freedoms right in front of our faces and making and pointing fingers at the other party. You know, that's what's happening right now. They, we're we're being played and it's, you know, every time, you know, we get closer to uh, the truth, whatever. You mean to tell me out of all the crazy shit that America has to deal with, you know, gas prices, inflation, all this other stuff, the cost of living, uh, things that actually need to be fixed immediately. Y'all went to Roe versus Wade because you knew it was going to get us to fight. You knew the left and the right were going to set it out on social media, you know, and that's what's happening right now, you know. So, um, yeah, they're getting us to divide and distract and everything while they take away our liberties. Now, the solution for this, honestly, it's not going to be a left versus right thing. You know, we're going to have to unite. You know, we're, we got to push more people to the middle. We have to show more people that the two party system is not about the people. It's never been about us, man. They're literally, we're literally watching it unfold. Our freedoms are being taken away. You know, we're going to have to educate each other, you know, on the constitution, you know, me and Donnie spoke about this earlier. Uh, there are things that, um, you know, I'm still learning about the constitution and everything. And, you know, I, I've just been learning a lot from her and it's cool because, you know, uh, she was originally on the conservative side. Me, I was originally on the liberal side. So I have all the liberal talking points in my back pocket. She has the conservative, uh, you know, thinking in her back pocket. And so, yeah. So when it comes down to student loan debt forgiveness, um, my thing is always this, um, you know, people say, you know, they, they you know, it's a, a government handout and all this other stuff. Right. But I see that as an opportunity to stimulate the economy. It wouldn't happen right away. It, it happened in about two to three years, though. It'd be a very quick turnaround. You would see a large increase in um, uh, small businesses and homeowner pur uh, purchases and everything. Sm more small businesses means more jobs being created. That's more uh, income being uh, pumped into our economy. Power, right? But our respective platforms are telling us to, you know, to, to fight over it, you know, o o over dumb stuff. And we're doing it every single time while they drive us deeper and deeper into slavery. What happens once, um, once, you know, people are working two, three jobs, whatever, and they can no longer pay the cost of living, you know, in five, 10 years or whatever, right? Guess what's going to happen? Crime rate's going to go up crime rate's going to go up, poverty's going to go up, and all this other stuff. And you know what the people at the top are going to do? They're not going to take accountability. They're not going to find uh, a solution to try to set shit straight. It's not going to happen like that. What they're going to do, they're going to incarcerate us. And when those jails get full, oh, you know what happens after that? I'm not, I'm not going to say it, but you know. So um, the people, honestly, we have to stop fighting. We have to start listening, you know, to the other side. We have to really just bring this thing together full circle and call the two-party system out for what it actually is. We have to see it for what it actually is. Um, you know, 10, 20 years from now, 
if we don't, I give it 20 years max. If we haven't come together by then, you know, when shit hits the fan, you, you, if you look at it as um, liberals versus the conservatives, once I guess uh, the, the big crash happens and uh, government collapses or whatever's going to happen or whatever, we've already lost. We've lost at that point. We're at the point of no return. You have no choice but to start bringing more people towards the center. You know, you stay, if I, if, if you stay on your respective side, you refuse to try to look into the other side, you know, look into conservative talking points and everything. You're going to find out that, you know, just by listening to people on the other end, you actually have a lot more in common than you thought is literally these media platforms that are, you know, arming us with uh, bad information and sending us out to, you know, attack each other. We're, we've literally become a society of trolls just trying to win an argument, you know. You you can win that argument all you want, but at the end of the day, we're all losing right now. We have to come together somehow, you know, and it we it's gonna be a revolution. It's gonna be some type of revolution that's gonna have to happen. Like it's inevitable. It's inevitable at this point if you really want to balance this back out, you know. Exactly. I appreciate that. And then and then um, instead of having like a necessarily like, oh, a reparation just for one group because something else, I think that most people can come to a common conclusion that, yeah, we are owed by our government. They have stolen from us. And then that money that we get when we when we take it back from them, the gold, the land and all that stuff, then we can then you can pay off those student loans. And then also, too, the, the government should have never put any interest on those loans. And the fact that it's, it's a it's a federal student loan and it has interest on it, you notice if you look at your statement, it has Chase, Bank of America, or, or any of those places. So if you're in debt to these places, in a sense, you're a slave to who you're in debt to. I actually thought I put this article on my website, but I need to. I guess I didn't. The article that I was going to pull up, um, they're talking about the, you know, you have NATO, but then you have Russia, China, South America, India. Uh, did I already say South Africa? They have their own little uh, clique as well nationally. And they're talking about trying to um, convert our U.S. dollar into something else. And I was like, see, that's what we get when we have all these um, politicians coming into office um, overspending and spending all this money and taking our money and spending it the way they want to. And now our U.S. dollar is not worth as much. And so now um, we're going to have to look. We may not have a choice to convert to whatever someone else tells us to do when it comes to um, our money and, and things of that nature. So, you guys, I, I think I'm really curious. I only see private that have popped up here, but I'm really curious what y'all's thoughts are on that. Because if we come together... We are owed what we're owed, and we, as people, come together and say we want our money. We want we want our shit back, our gold back. Um, y'all been stealing from us. You us are writing up these bills. We didn't tell you we want our money going overseas to Ukraine. We didn't tell you we wanted that. No one said that we wanted that done, and y'all did it anyways because you wanted to do it. So if we get our shit back from them, we, would, we wouldn't have to have a, dis- a, div- a divisive discussion on reparations or paying back student loans because we're going to get our shit back. You can pay for that. Go ahead, Travis. Okay. Um, 
another thing I wanted to bring up um, is the fact that Donald Trump and uh, uh, Joe Biden have record level low approval ratings. Both of them, right? The fact that there a lot of people honestly believe that these two are the best people to run this country lets us know how far down the rabbit hole we are right now. Man, it's gotten pretty bad. Um, yeah, slavery, um, um, modern day slavery is definitely, you know, among us. And uh, what we're going to need to do is get power to the people, not the corporations, less government. That's the only way less government at this point. You know, uh, I hear a lot of Republicans argue less government and everything, but the Republicans play a really big part in government control too. you know, just as bad as the Democrats. So that that's, that's my last point I had to get out. Absolutely. We're going to get to the callers. Thank you to the three brave men who popped up here. Everybody else pop up too. Please, if you can. If you're just listening because you're busy, I get that. But we need to hear some perspectives. Ariel, thank you. So, yes, come up here. We need to have this discussion because, like I said, this is not just on calling. This is on Spotify, Apple. Anybody randomly can come across this. They type in modern-day slavery. It might pop up in the Google uh, search. So, come and speak your piece. Hey, Private. Europe first, come here and drop your gems as always. Yo, yo. Uh, I think people, a lot of people still don't know. Is it, uh, we are a corporation as of 1871. And uh, a lot of Supreme Court cases came through. Uh, uh, Citizens United was the recent one. And uh, what was it? Uh, Southern Pacific Railroad versus uh, Santa Clara County was the original one. That's the original said. Corporations should not be people. A uh, couple more things on that. Uh, since uh, 2011, like I have uh, told, uh, I've spoken about this before. After I saw the corruption of what the GOP did to the man that could save us peacefully, I became a prepper. And I am deep into that because I agree with Travis and I agree with what Donnie is saying. Unfortunately, I don't. I want to be peace, but uh, there's a firearm, I believe, was developed by the Germans called Parabellum, I believe it's called. In Latin, it means prepare for war. We don't want it to happen, but if it comes to that, we have to save our neighbors. We have to help our neighbors. So if there's a tyrannical government coming around and they're pulling people out of their homes, well, you ain't going to let that happen, are you? Because I'm not. I think it's already happening, though. It's already I'm happening now, and we're not, and we're, and, and we're not standing up for each other. We, we, we should be doing that. On a more massive scale, I'm talking about like this is the red flag. Yes, but you cross into Maryland, and you're, you're by yourself. You got about ten people. You know what's going to happen to you. You know, it's like people just got to get ready for and get gardens going and get your local sheriffs. You know, it's it's just. Food is the number one resource that they are, are trying to destroy right now. They are messing up the food processors. They're trying to promote this cricket bullshit, which I really hope someone just goes, oops, how'd that happen? That's on fire. Oh, I'm just saying accidents happen. 
I'm not saying I'm going to do it, but, you know, accidents happen. And they want us to eat bugs. They want us to eat bugs, and they want to eat their meat. They are the slave owners. They want the slaves to eat bugs. I'm not eating no damn bug. And Preach. you have to prep. Stop buying yep. beer. I'm sorry. You have to stop buying beer. Put away $200. Buy some rice and beans. Get some spices. And just $200 a month can get you three months worth of supplies and probably three or four months. You just have to. You just have to be able to willing to stop buying the beer and the stuff you don't need. If you got a subscription to a porn site, cancel that shit. You don't need that. They give out free, you know. <laughs> and there's so many things you don't have to do. I mean, yes, going to a club is fun, but if you're in a big city, how many of these clubs require a vaccine passport? Think about it. Unless you're in the south and you're in some rural area, that's the only place that I know of that doesn't require it. But all these big cities, they're probably going to require it. And why do you want to sub- subject yourself to something like that? It's like, oh, you got to have your, your pass. I mean, you really have to prep. It's really ultimately, you know, I want this to be peaceful. I really do. But they're, they're just going to keep whittling us down until all the people that are like myself are, are you know, 120 years old and we're, we can't fight and all these indoctrinated little brats are like, oh, yes, take our rights. Let us drive electric vehicles. We can only go 20 miles. You know, and as soon as you hit that 20-mile mark, your car shuts off. They're actually doing that already. And now all the new cars, 2025 and above in Europe, I believe, or I think it's the States too, that posted speed limit, your car will not go faster than that. It'll have a retarder or something on it. You can't go past the speed limit. Oh, that sucks. That's like you're pretty much a slave. You, you don't have the freedom to go as fast as you want or go where you want anymore. That's why they want you in electric cars, because they can control you. Just, we really got to get on here and, and talk about actual prepping. I, I think that's really needed, and a lot of people aren't doing it. And people got to realize your favorite football team's not going to come and save you when the government's knocking on your neighbor's door, pulling them out while you're watching, you know, the football team score a touchdown, and you're cheering. By the time they're done, they're knocking on your door. You're like, what the hell's going on? It's too late. They're coming for you. You didn't pay attention to your neighbors. And hey, we really got to look out for each other. We shouldn't be fighting each other, except for maybe Antifa, there's pieces of crap. Um, but it really, that's what it comes down to is we got to take our freedom back. And if you're waiting for a savior, you're already a slave. But that's one really just any anything else or any response to that? No, I'm happy you brought that up. That's a good point. All good points. Um, we we discussed. Uh, by the way, when I was looking at Colin, the suggested shows, um, our show with the um, security and um, sanitation is one of the recommended shows to listen to. By the way, I think people really care about that. And, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And so if you guys want to learn more about that, go back in the podcast. Go ahead. What I was going to say, I talked to my buddy who's teaching me a lot of this stuff, is that uh, there's a lot of – it's it's there's really not that hard. Just, I actually have to physically do it, and it's just I'm going to get those soon-ish, I hope. I just – 
we got to touch on prepping at some point because people just have to get involved there. Because you can't rely on the grocery stores. It's that simple. Absolutely. Appreciate you for coming up. We're going to go to John next. Hey, John, how's it going? Great, Donnie. Great as always. Uh, yeah, th- good points that were that were made. I mean, I'm I'm also prepping. I mean, when I get paid um, after the things I have to take care of, I mean, the first thing I'm doing is I'm just going, I'm just stocking up on food and some items. And uh, uh, he's right. There are we do need to uh, maybe ha- talk about that a little bit more because there's uh, ways to do it. And, uh, you know, I keep learning new things about it as well, but, uh, it's something we got to, it's something we've got to think about. I think Donnie, what it's going to come down to is like what we've seen at Sri Lanka, uh, where the people just up and revolted and just pushed out the leaders. And, uh, I think that's happening somewhere else now too. And really what's starting this is these countries that are being converted over to green energy are being forced to go to green energy because it's not working. Uh, people can't <clears throat> plant fertilizers and things like that. And, uh, you know, they're starving. So, you know, when, when people, uh, are starving, I mean, what is it after six, seven days? I mean, they turn psychotic. And so, uh, it, it's gonna, it, you know, in our case, I think it's going to come down to that where the people are just going to in mass just revolt and say, Hey, you know, we've had enough. We've had enough. I mean, that's what it's going to take. And it's going to take all of us, and, and it could be all of us. I think uh, the way this is going, because, you know, we've talked about it at length on your show, but, you know, like what's happening the government, I mean, we, we know there's a planned, uh, you know, it's all being planned as far as uh, what they're doing to our food, what they're doing to our energy, what they're doing to our water. And you can see it coming to where people want those things. Well, you come and live in one of our, uh, you know, communities then. And uh, that's where you're really going to be a slave. But you see it moving that way uh, <clears throat> just based on what you see what's going on now. And, uh, and Travis, you know, we don't really live in a capitalistic society. I mean, that kind of went out the door. Really, you go go back to uh, 19, uh, 1931 or excuse me, 1913, when we lost the federal reserve, cause we, we don't even have, uh, we, we can't even, we don't have any say in what happens to our money really. I mean, that's all controlled out of central banks and the big banking systems. And they're the ones that dictate our interest rates and things like that. So we lost that back in the early part of the uh, 20th century. So, um, but, uh, yeah, you you just see uh, all of these things that are going on, and you see that it's it's that it's all really being planned. It's it's and uh, it, it is. They are really blatant about it. They're very very much in our face about it now, and they're just getting bolder and bolder, which is what concerns me. And uh, you know, sooner or later, there's going to be a breaking point, and I think a lot of us are almost there right now. And uh, it's not the two-party system that's uh, going to do it. Uh, it's going to be us. It's going to be up to us. But, yeah, I do believe in the prepping, and I am doing things to get ready as well. And I know a lot of other people are starting to do the same thing. I mean, you go into Costco, they have these, um, 
they have these sections where you can get these, you know, freeze dried food and things like that, that, that are already in pails where, you know, you can, you can, uh, get by for 30 days just on one of those. And, uh, so stores are already starting to stock that stuff too. They see what's coming and, and, uh, that stuff's just flying off the shelves when you go into some of these places. And so people are, I think a lot of people are getting ready. I think a lot of people do see what's happening. I think a lot of people are thinking like us. And, uh, you know, we, we've, I, you know, I've said this before and we've talked about it. I mean, the, the, the so-called mega movement is not the mega movement. I mean, it's always been our movement. And we've tried to find different instruments or people that could represent it. And we thought Trump was that person back in 2016. But it's going to be another person or persons. And, and uh, I think people more and more are becoming aware. But uh, I think all your opening comments, Donnie, you're right. I mean, we, we are like slaves. And, and uh, you know, I, I didn't want my kids to go into debt going to college. And so I worked hard to put them through college. They both finished graduating from college uh, December of last year. But I mean, no matter what it took, I mean, I gave up my retirement. I gave up whatever it took just to make sure that they could focus on their studies and get good jobs. And, and, uh, and they have no debt. And, uh, you know, have I had second thoughts having done that? No, not for a microsecond, but I just didn't want my kids faced with that. And so, uh, you know, I took care of that, but, uh, but it's tough. I mean, it's tough, but, but it's just additional responsibility. You have to work extra hard and do more things. But, uh, but you know, I, that was just something I was determined to do. So, um, but that's about it. That's, that's, that's all I want to see. I, you know, I see these uprisings happening. I mean, it's, it's encouraging to see what happened in Sri Lanka and some of these other places where it's starting to happen. And it's starting to happen in Europe too, where people are just have enough. And, and, and it's this green energy that's, that's driving it uh, that I'm seeing. And that's kind of the common denominator, whether it's in Europe or Sri Lanka or wherever, where it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. And that's causing people to starve. And, and like we said, when people don't have food and they don't have energy and they don't have these things, they're going to react. And uh, so uh, it's it's going to be interesting to see what they're going to do to counter that. But I think there's going to be more restrictions and we're already seeing it. But uh, I think the people are close to having enough. I really do. So uh, good points by, uh, by everybody, though. And uh, I'll stop and listen to others. Wait, I have have a question for you. When you were talking, did you hear loud music for a second there? No. Okay. Phew. Okay, I was making sure. And and I want I want to point this out too. Um, my other thing is um with the whole slavery thing as well. I feel like when people are picking between the Democrat and Republican Party, they say one is a plantation, one isn't. I feel like they're both plantations, and it's like which who 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 are you going to choose to be your new master? That I'm looking at it from that perspective. And then they control how you think and how you respond and how you feel. I want to bring this up real quick. I don't know if you all saw on Twitter, the and y'all can put in the comment section, where they were saying that Jill Biden, Jill, was um, comparing Hispanic people to tacos. I actually listened to the video. She did not do that. And I was just like, that's really fucked up. Like, you know, I, I get that one side does it to the other, but it's like, you lose your credibility when you lie. So that really like, 
And I'm looking at people responding to that and and, and then making all these tweets and because they want likes and they want reposts, right? And so that's the whole thing was like, did you watch the video? Because who who are the blossoms then? Who who was the uh I don't even the, the thing where she was I don't know what she was saying now with exactly the first thing she used as a comparison in the Bronx. Then she said the block the blossoms in this area, and then she said um breakfast tacos in San Antonio, and then People just ran with it and was like, oh, she compared Hispanics to breakfast burritos. If other people with some common sense, like, actually watched the video and saw it, they'd be like, wait, who's actually comparing Hispanics to tacos? Because she didn't actually do that. I don't know if you saw that or not. Yeah. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, you're, you're right. And it's like, but, you know, she... the, thing is, the thing is, too, like, um, what Travis was, was t- uh, no, not Travis, uh, yeah, the, who was the guy before me? Um, Privacy. Yes, yes, yes. You know, like uh, a lot of these, a lot of these rights, a lot of these things that that you know, and I talked about this too at one time. You know, after the Civil War, there were a lot of things that were that came down from the, the from the courts and stuff. You know, that's how uh, corporations got to be be like a person, right? And there was a lot of things like that that really, really empowered corporations, and that's when. Uh, I think a lot of bad things happened. I mean, you look at what happened after the Civil War, some of the decisions that were made, uh, that that was really the start of some really, really bad things that had serious uh, repercussions to our, to our country after that. Yeah. I want to I wanna try to play this. Let me know if y'all can hear it. I had to reset up my... I was having some bad feedback with my cords, so I was trying to reset things up. So... Can you do me a favor and verbally tell me if you guys can hear the audio when I play it um, so I can know that we're good? Yep. Okay. Hold on. I don't even hear So my cord is messed up. So give me one second. Hold on. Switch these two things. There you go. I don't understand why doing that. I guess I have to relook at how I said because I messed up. Um, hold on. I'm going to play the audio. Let me know if you guys can hear it. Now. Hold on. Can you hear that? No. I can't hear anything. <laughs> well, damn. I'm, I'm going to figure out how to play this audio for you by the end of the discussion, but um, I want to play what she just said, but I had something else I wanted to play too. So I'm going to hop over to Chris. John, you're amazing. I appreciate you for dropping your diamonds as usual. Um, I'm going to hop over to Christopher. I'm going to figure out what I'm doing wrong with my audio and go from there. Hey, Christopher. Hello. Why is phone always doing that to me? But (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say a few bullets. And depending on or whatever lawyer you would go to and ask or or attorney to tear away and to make someone's property to someone else, that's what attorney means. If and when you go and you get these student loans and you sign and you give the SSN, 
that is giving them permission to go into the estate account and give you the funds to go to school, college, whatnot. Now, most people, they don't reserve the right. Hello? I can hear you. I just heard this feedback. feedback. Oh, so what happened was I figured out what chord I did wrong and I fixed yes. it and you heard me fix it. That's what you heard. My bad. Right. Roger that. Roger that. So <laughs> when you go and you do this, you're giving them permission to go in and pull out the funds and let you go to college, school, whatnot for it. Now, what's supposed to happen, they're supposed to tell you, hey, when you give those two things, it's already paid for. But they don't tell you that. And no one knows how to tell them in an affidavit or any kind of document saying that, hey, I've already paid for this. Now, when you go and you buy a house, you think the bank gives you a loan? No, the bank does not give you a loan. The bank has already been told by the Federal Reserve that they have no money to loan to blah, blah, blah. This is fact. This is in the USC. This is in the statutes at large. They have no money to give to you. Zero. This is why they ask for the SSN. The SSN is an EIN, but it's a punk EIN. It's a punk bitch EIN. And most people, they still running around using this SSN. And when you use the SSN, you're telling whoever it is, I am a citizen standing in line for benefits and privileges and most of those rights have been converted into benefits and privileges that's also wrong in natural law because you were not told that hey we're going to convert your right into a privilege or benefit rights cannot be taken away benefits and privileges well they can they're trying not to because it will raise too much hell if they do so what's supposed to happen is that three days after we get the loan, we were supposed to OID, original issue discount, from the IRS 1099A. If you have a birth certificate and you are above the age of 18 and you live in the corporation known as the United States, yes, you can use the 1099A and you're supposed to give that a copy to whoever loaned because the loan comes from the back of your Social Security card, folks. doesn't come from the bank. The bank is just an investment house as a middleman, posing there as a middleman to access your account and give you your credit to go pay for your house. And then they make you say, well, what are you going to do if you can't? Oh, well, I'll put the house up for collateral. Oh, when well, you can't pay the house, oh, we're going to come and kick you out because you didn't reserve your rights. You hear me? I hear you. I think we need an episode on you teaching us um, that more in depth and, you know, have your sources and everything ready because I didn't know any of this stuff. But it, it sounds very interesting because there are things that, you know, if we are ignorant to certain things, we don't know better. But these are, if it, everything you're talking about pans out and you have all the sources on that, I think we should have a whole episode on that because that the people need to hear that. Well, if you want, if if you can, you please contact me offline so maybe we can do a, a mock one before we do the real one. So 
you know, I'll put, yeah, I got gotcha. you. I'll hit you up together. on the. I'll hit you up on Gab. Yeah, but and so after three days, seventy-two. Another thing that I see people doing all the time is they read the Bible in a very literal sense. That is wrong. The Bible is put forth to be taken by the masses who do not know what's being said in a literal sense. But there's a group of people here on this planet now. Some of them might have the name Klaus Schwab. Some of them might have the name Bill Gates, Killer Gates, whatever you want to call it. Zuri, whatever his name is. They know exactly how the Bible works. And they use it against us. I see it happen all the day, every day. And I see very few people rebutting the presumption and the assumption because they say that doesn't concern them because that's that legal mumbo jumbo and legal means the undoing of God's law. Something can be lawful, but that does not mean it is legal. Now, if you go and you ask the right attorney or the right lawyer, they will tell you the same thing I'm telling you. Hopefully, they tell you. And with that, I'll yield because I see somebody after me. Yeah, no worries. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, I'm going to hit you up on Gap, but we need to have a discussion, a mock discussion and all that stuff before we pop on and, and talk about that. Because I don't, if I don't know about something... I don't really speak on it because, you know, yeah. but it's, I love, I love the fact that we have a community podcast because we can always learn from each other. Yes. Always. So I think, I think don't go anywhere quite yet. I think I fixed my sound issue. Um, so when I was discussing that mentality, the slave mentality and jumping on, on, on either board, regardless if they're saying lies or they're telling the truth or not, I want to play with miss, miss with uh, miss Jill Biden, Jill, Biden has said, and uh, you guys tell me if you heard her say that Hispanics are like tacos. And then let me know if you can hear it first. Can y'all hear that? I I heard some. You heard clapping? I think I heard clapping, yes. Okay, good, good. Okay, I'm going to play it. And then I'll not leave yet because everyone else who's up here too, I'm curious what y'all thoughts are because... If we, if people want someone to come on their side and agree with them, you lose credibility when you are intentionally lying and spreading false information, and that's not how you how we're going to win the battle by, by by doing just dirty tactics like other people do. She has other things that we can focus on that what she's done. That's yeah, but the whole thing is she did. How could she not know about Ashley and Hunter and things that Biden had did? You know, like there's other things that that we could be focusing on, but focusing on this lie, like it, it, honestly, I think it makes the right look really bad. I'm gonna play it. You, you can go hear ahead. Me, right? Well, yeah. A lot of times, it's it's the I hate to use this word, but it's the delivery of the message that, and I hate to use this word that's coming up next, that can be decoded by who's listening to it. So. I would have to be careful if I go into a room and I see the room is full of ladies. I want to make sure I don't use any. But here's the thing. Listen to what she says. And it's it's, it's not genuine. Mm -hmm. It's obviously fake as fuck. She doesn't give a fuck about nobody, clearly. But she did not say what they said. 
And so when you hear her other comparisons besides the San Antonio part, you're going to be like, that doesn't even line up. Yeah, she didn't compare people to food. So here we go. Now I can't hear. Can't get those things on our own. But we can't get those things on our own. Raul helped build this organization with the understanding that the diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio, (laughs) is your strength. So did you hear her compare Hispanic people to tacos? I didn't. Absolutely not. That was my first time. No. And that was wrong. And honestly, if you're comparing if you're comparing Hispanics to tacos and she did not say that, you're the one that you're claiming her being racist for that, you're the one that comes off as racist because she didn't say that. If that's what your thought went to, (laughs) then that's kind of messed up. Blossoms and bodegos, like and places. She didn't say people in places. Like she didn't compare Hispanics to a taco. And then if, if that's what your mindset went to, you might want to question yourself and your own thoughts. I'm I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, and I, I don't you know, we you know, we can say that and, and I'm not discounting that. But it, it, we have to be careful on how we do say some things because somebody might think, oh, you, well, you might be cross-talking or something. That sounds like some cross-talk, you know, or, you know, or ambiguous, uh, mis- can be misconstrued to say, oh, well, I thought I was saying this. Well, guy, it kind of sounded like this, you know, but I didn't hear that. I listened to it and I was like, well, what a minute. You know, she didn't. Oh, okay. So I just, you know, water off of a duck's back. Yeah, and, and you know, and if you if you know anything about San Antonio, Texas, and Texas in general, we're big on Tex-Mex. We were big on tacos here. It's Taco Tuesday. On top yeah. of it, you know, it's like she's in San Antonio, Texas, and yes, she maybe actually had a breakfast taco. Someone actually said in my comment section that there's no such thing as breakfast tacos. Like I don't know where you're at. But there are sure as hell breakfast tacos. There's all kinds of them. There's plenty of places who have a whole menu on breakfast tacos. This is very interesting. But, Christopher, I appreciate you for coming up and dropping yes. your gems. I, I will inbox you on Gab no later than than tomorrow morning. No later but than then. Okay. And uh, we can discuss having a take show time. on this discussion. Take time. Take time. Don't rush. I appreciate you. Right. And uh, we have Byron back. Byron, I'm so happy you came back. I'm happy we didn't scare you off. Thank you for coming back. What's up? Go ahead and drop your gems. Hey, thank you for having me. Um, yeah, I actually really enjoyed speaking with you guys yesterday. And I thought that this is really, really the the, the cool thing about um, people like yourselves, me, and a bunch of people that are, I guess, independent or on the right we really cherish different ideas, freedom of speech and having different, you know, things of thought. Um, I just came from a um, I just came from a Democratic room 
And I was thinking like, you know, and, and the Democrats, a lot of the leftists and liberals, they're complaining completely against their own party. It's like, wow, they really hate Joe Biden. They hate their party. They're, they're actually talking about leaving the country. And I'm thinking like, I wonder how long it would take them to actually realize that it's not really Joe Biden. Joe Biden's a puppet. It's, he's not even in control. It's, it's other people that are on top of him that are controlling uh, what's going on with, with the Democrats. He's, he's just a vessel. So I, I just don't really know what, 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 what could happen with the Democrats. Cause I've, I've followed uh, some Democrats. I think if you guys want to research this guy, his name is meet Kevin. Uh, he tried to run in the, he has millions of followers. He tried to run in uh, the Democrat party for governor. He tried to run for governor in California. He said as a Democrat, they blocked him. They tried to um, uh, hide him so that people wouldn't know about him. I was like, wow, they're even like doing this to Democrats, too. So there's no hope for the Democrats side. They're, they're just on the wrong team. Uh, so they're talking about trying to be independent now. So I, I don't know how long that's going to go. But, yeah, we have we have a lot of problems in our country. Um, I guess I just wanted to go ahead and give some responses to what you guys were talking about, uh, because I don't want to be controversial or anything, but I do like to. I guess, speak my mind on what I've learned and maybe you guys could critique me or give me a, re- a rebuttal, which is fine. I'm, I'm very open-minded to that. And you can cut me off if you disagree with me, but I would like to perhaps just get my full point across. This to you. No, 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 you can. Um, but I, I want you to, I want to, before you go into your, your points for me, if you could, can you let Travis um, speak kind of to that whole Democrat side you're, you're yeah. talking about yeah, yeah. so we can elaborate? Yeah. All right, so Byron, it's funny that you bring these things up because you're you hit the nail right on the head. That's exactly what's been going on with the Democratic Party. Um, you know, from a first person point of view, you know, I grew up a Democrat and all this other stuff, right? And of course, when you're younger, you're not looking at policies or anything. You're not actually looking into these people. You're going based off of what the people around you, the information that the older folks around you are giving you. And so we were told simply this, the Democrats are for black people and everything or whatever. They're the party that are, are for that, um, you know, support people. They care about people and all this other stuff. Right. Uh, they're uh, about protecting your rights, X, Y, and Z and all this other stuff. They're about democracy. Right. So the last two election cycles, um, we started to kind of see, like you said, you saw that uh, meet Kevin run for governor in um, in California and how the Democrats um, uh, shadow banned him or whatever. Not shadow banned. They blackballed him. So the Democrats, they do that. Um, You know, for those who actually, you know, I I grew up a political science major. I graduated, got my degree and all that other stuff uh four-year university uh black college and i really you know started to dive into politics you know both uh left and the right you know and i noticed with the democrats that's what they were doing every time there was a person who was running on a democratic ballot who actually wanted change and actually had um some policies that would actually implement the change and give more power to the people and take less away from the government. Every single time the Democrats blackballed them. Yep. This lady out in Ohio named Nina Turner, she's been running in for um, Congress in Ohio, 
the last two election cycles and Hillary Clinton sent, um, uh, sent, uh, what's her name? Chandra Brown, um, as her candidates just for the purpose of beating Nina Turner. Cause Nina Turner is about the people and they know that. So Hillary Clinton, she has a habit of doing that. Uh, left wing media, they have a habit of attacking all of their, you know, all of their, um, all of their 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 uh, public figures who are um, who are actually about the people. So you have the these people that are getting attacked by both the left and the right. You know, it, and I want you to pay attention to that. I'm not gonna say no names, but pay attention to who from the left supposedly gets attacked by both the left and the right. I'm gonna tell you. Those are the ones who are actually about the people. Those are the ones who are against corruption in our society. Those are the ones who are calling out oligarchy. Um, I've seen this several times at this point. Um, uh, the Democrats, what they do a lot of times, they actually arm the Republicans, conservatives, with information against uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez out in New York. She's doing a fine job out there or whatever, right? But they've been trying to get her out of her um, seat for the last two election cycles. Hillary Clinton sent another, um, you know, a corporate Democrat to try to beat her out of her seat. Um, You know, again, this is how the Democrats move. So you hit everything right on the head. Um, even down to the primaries and elections and stuff, right? Democrats started off uh, with the slogan, vote blue no matter who, right? Because their their golden child, Biden, was uh, in the mix. They just knew that because he was Barack Obama's VP, he was going to be the most popular candidate, right? Those first three states came out, and guess what? Joe Biden placed fifth place. So the Democrats, they they... They panicked. They were like, "Okay, we gotta, we gotta figure something out fast or whatever, right?" Um, because there are four people beating the person who we thought was supposed to win. So they went from vote blue, to no matter who, to, "Hey, Joe Biden is the only person who's electable. He's the only person that can beat Trump." I mean, they were pushing this through the media platforms. Joe Biden is not who we wanted, you know. So Barack Obama even steps in. He calls second place Pete Buttigieg and asks him to drop out and endorse Biden because um, our democracy is at stake or something like that. He gave him that BS spill or whatever. Pete Buttigieg dropped out and everybody else started dropping out, falling in line and endorsing Biden. And if that's not a slap in the face to uh, the first four, four, uh, the first four candidates, I don't know what it is. And our voters, that's that, that's them literally um, obstructing our, 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 our voting process. They're, they're getting away of it. And that, I believe, is a federal, that's a crime. That's unconstitutional. I know that for a fact. Uh, they're not supposed to be doing that. And so, yeah, they're, they're literally deciding who they want to be president. And they're using mass media to push these narratives that, okay, if uh, first off, you have to pick Biden, and if Biden doesn't win, Trump's going to be like Hitler. He's going to, you know, we're, we're going to look at uh, genocide and all this other stuff, right? And then you got the right doing pretty much the same thing. 
So, yeah, um, that's pretty much my spiel. I just want to confirm with you that you're going the right direction with this. Uh, yes, the Democrats blackball um, good candidates. Appreciate you. Hey, Byron, go ahead. Yeah, I guess uh, I'll just touch on what he said. I'll give a response. And I guess I'll do a little bit of pushback because I am a, I am an independent. You guys know this. And I do, you know, do a little pushback and you guys can go rebuttal on me. Of course, it's fine. I am very open minded and I love to hear different ideas and, you know, uh, hash it out with you guys. Um, with the Democrats, with that whole thing. Look, if if the Democrats had their way, Bernie Sanders would be president. That guy had a following. And um, what happened to him was he got dominioned, right? Uh, he got voted out. And Elizabeth, I don't know if you guys know this, but if you look it up on Google, you can see that uh, there's some news articles where Elizabeth Warren and Amy Klobuchar publicly said, hey, they're switching votes, right? Because that's what they were doing. They're switching votes and uh, they got caught. And the Democrats were saying they're pushing back. Hey, you can't do that. You're stealing the election. But it didn't really, you know, the CNN and everything didn't really cover that. But that's what happened to them. They got dominioned. Um, I'll do a little pushback with the uh, the slavery and my thoughts on, I, I guess, my final thoughts. Um, I think that uh, people as a whole, I, I, I think society and people as a whole were inherently good. I've had a channel of uh, about 3 million subscribers. I had a gaming channel. I still do. Um, but my audience, right, they would keep me in check. If I was dishonest or would get out of line, I would lose subscribers or they would keep me in check. And this is how I see a lot of countries. We have good people in, in every country. We have good citizens, but it's the leaders, these people in power that are corrupt and hoarding it for themselves. And I think money corrupts. Power corrupts. Absolutely. Money enhances the corruption. So I, I think that's the issue um, with slavery. I, I think America has had its revolution. I think um, there should be a distinction between indentured servitude and forced labor. Uh, we don't have, I don't believe we have forced labor in America. You can stop working and collect the check. If you don't pay your debts, you can file bankruptcy. Try doing that in Afghanistan. Real slavery is in China. Forced labor of the Uyghurs and real racism could be in Africa uh, where they kill the albinos for organs because they believe it gives them power. That's real racism. That's real slavery. In my opinion, most people that complain about America haven't really traveled outside of America. Uh, we aren't fighting against slavery because ma majority of Americans aren't for slavery. We aren't fighting against racism because we've had our revolution and majority of Americans will vote for a black woman or man into positions of power. What we are fighting is the corrupt minority. Um, and I'll just I'll just end with this. If you guys want to see how this could play out, the American experiment, uh, you need to look at Ukraine. It's pretty close to the American timeline. They've had their slavery and revolution. Joseph Stalin uh, starved the entire country, creating a genocide and killing millions. They've had their JFK and Nixon era, as many of their politicians get murdered or have acid thrown in their faces. 
They've had massive propaganda to the point where they are being told to side with Russia that is actively attacking them. Um, and you could just ask, go to Russia and ask them, what's going on? Why are you attacking Ukraine? They'll tell you they're attacking us. That's massive propaganda. Um, and so they've had their January 6th. Uh, did you guys know they fought for 90 days against their president to kick him out? And he ran to Russia. Uh, so what I want to say is this is what's going to happen to America now that we've had, we're having our massive propaganda. We've had our January 6th. Now that's left is we're going to, we're, the country's going to be bankrupt and China's going to move in. And that's where I believe America's going to go. So you guys can rebuttal that. And thank you for taking my call. Well, thank you for your talking points. I just wanted to say one thing though. Uh, the Democrats definitely wanted Joe Biden. The Democrats did not want Bernie. The people wanted Bernie, not the Democrats. The DNC went directly against Bernie Sanders. Um, you're going to have to go back and revisit that, but that's what's really been going on with the Democratic Party. Um, they wanted Joe Biden, and they got him. And now, I was looking at a um, a poll from New York Times today. Did you know that 94% of uh, voters, Democratic voters under the age of 30 have already said that they do not want Joe Biden as their president. That should say something, you know, about this whole voting process. You know, that's all I have. But, um, you know, pleasure listening to you. Yeah, definitely. I may sound a little different because I have to charge my phone up. So I'm not attached to my little station at the moment, but um, I'm going to say this, and I don't know if you were here at the beginning of the show. I, I define slavery, the definition of a slave, a person who is illegal property of another and is forced to obey them. We are the legal property of the United States of America. It's a corporation. And we are forced to obey them, even if it's unconstitutional laws, because you see like cops coming in, kicking people's doors in and locking up people. And for unconstitutional things, we are slaves. If you do not pay your taxes, you will lose your property. You're going to jail. With the 13th Amendment, which I will go ahead and pull it up since I just brought it up. 13th Amendment. I should have brought that up earlier, actually. Um, There you go. It says that, um, where is it? I want the actual terminology. Here we go. Neither slavery nor involuntary servitude, except as a punishment for a crime, whereof the party shall been duly convicted, shall exist within the United States or any place subject to their jurisdiction. So we got rid of slavery unless you're a criminal. So we have slavery in this country. So when they bring up the comment section that the prison system, when the forefathers made this or when this law was, in, you know, when this was intact, it's, it was supposed to be about constitutional laws, not these unconstitutional laws that used to lock up people. So we do have slavery in, in this country. It is an issue. We have sex trafficking. We have, I, I don't know why Byron, why you fell down, but come back up, please. Um, because, you know, this is a discussion with you for the moment. Here you go. Let me add you back. And I want Ariel to come back, too. She's gone. Um, but I define what a slave is, and that is the definition of a slave. So it's called to 
when I said earlier, they've compared slavery, like with these movies we watch, with the, the blacks and being slaves. Like black people were not the only slaves. And that's another problem we have an issue in this country where they act like only black people were slaves. It was poor people because people who owned slaves were rich. They weren't poor people. Poor white people. White people were slaves. The people from I- the Irish people were slaves. Native Americans were slaves. But when they they show you an example of slavery. I said here in the show that we have this concept where like, how can we have slaves but trick them into thinking they're not slaves? If anybody can reach in your pocket and take how much ever money they want to, uh, I guess, quote unquote, legally, that's slavery. That You work for that money and someone can just take it. If you don't pay your property taxes, they can just take your property. If if you have estate taxes, um, and your, your kids can't uh, pay for that legacy that you have left behind for them and they're being taxed for that, that's slavery. You may not get, be getting your ass beat every day. You may not have, it may not look as cruel as other slavery tactics, but that's still slavery. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. I think, um, yeah, taxes is, is a big issue because if you don't pay your tax, um, yeah, they could come after you, especially if, if you're making lots of money and you're not paying your taxes. Um, I really can't speak on that because tax is a big issue. It's it's for the benefit of the country, of course, because, you know, taxes help keep the country thriving and keep things moving and going. But also you're a slave in a sense where you can't stop. Um, you have to pay your taxes. Any income you earn, you have to pay. And if you're residing on government land, you have to pay a tax unless you're uh, what is it? The the um, indigenous Indians, Native Americans were. Probably you might get a check or they don't really tax you that way. Not sure about that, but um, yeah, that, that could be something. Uh, so I, I would agree with you in the sense that, yeah, if, if that's how we're going to define slavery, I've, I've just talked about, I've, I've talked about slavery with some people because they say slavery is in the Bible. And I'm like, well, wait a minute, that's actually a different kind of slavery. The American slavery that we've had now is not the same slavery they had in the Bible. That was indentured servitude where you would have to go and work for someone to pay off your debts. Um, and once you paid off your debts, you could leave. Or people would, you know, they would sell their sons or daughters into slavery to pay off their debts. It was a different kind of slavery than American slavery. Um, but we, I, I'm sure you could research that. But, uh, yeah, I would agree with you for the most part uh, about the slavery issue with um with the taxes and such, I, I know people make the argument of slavery in the prisons. I'm not sure if you stop working in the prison, if they would beat you or you wouldn't have to work. But, yeah, that's that's a form of slavery, I guess, uh, to force slave if people have broken the law and they're bad for society to put them to work. But I can also see how that's a good thing. Um, not Not slavery in a sense, but work helps a man. It, it helps humble a man. Working helps humble a man. And, you know, if, if it's solitary confinement, maybe that's what they need to come back to society and be good. So I won't agree, disagree with you too much. Um, piggybacking off of uh, the whole concept of our taxes, why can, uh, and this is a question just for anybody, anybody can take the floor on this, but why are our tax dollars going to Ukraine? How does that benefit the United States, you know, how does that benefit America? Uh, I'm trying to make sense of this. I'm trying to figure out um, what sense does it make for our um, 
our world, our leaders to send that ridiculous amount of money to Ukraine in a heartbeat multiple times. It seemed like once every week we're sending another $41 billion. Like how does that help our economy when we're already fighting, trying to fight inflation and, um, and, and the cost of living? Well, I, in, in my personal opinion, I think if the Republicans were in power, we probably would have done, I think the most we probably would have done was maybe like 5 billion, maybe 5 to 10 billion. I, that's a generous conservative number that we could have done. And I think Trump would have got pushback for even sending that. I think what's going on is they're sending that much money and the Ukrainian people won't see any of it. They might see maybe a quarter of that money. Uh, all of that could be going that could be laundered back to the Democrats or back to people in different countries. I think that it's just a laundering scheme. They're sending all that money and it's not even going to the war or to the people. It's going to other people. That's what I'm I think. Happy, I'm happy you brought that point up. When America is sending money over, they have this, they, they give the perspective as if they're doing it for the people of the country. It's going to other governments, other corrupt governments. That's what they're doing. So I'm happy you brought that point up. But I will have to disagree with the point of if Republicans were in power, Donald Trump already was like, oh, yeah, Russia, this and this. And yeah, Ukraine, this like, you know, he was like Republicans have been signing those bills to send that money over or they wouldn't be getting the, or they wouldn't be getting the money. So Republicans and Democrats, the Uniparty, have both been sending that money to Ukraine. Um, Kevin McCarthy, freaking a bunch of them all had the Ukrainian flag. In our Congress, that we did not give you permission to have someone other countries flag on your clothes or a Ukrainian pin on your shirt. They had that during um, Biden's uh, State of the Union address. And then they have a picture outside with all of them, Republicans and Democrats, with the Ukrainian flag. We are, all, we are America. Why are we sending money to Ukraine? They've been provoking this war for a long time. They've been provoking it with you, Russia. Um, Lindsey Graham, Amy Klobuchar, uh, McCain, when he was alive, they was over there talking about anything you need, Ukraine. We'll send you the money. We'll send you whatever you need. They didn't get Obama's permission for that that we know of. I didn't see anything where Obama agreed to that. They didn't have the authority to go over there as senators. They did not have that power to do it, but they went over there saying, oh, we're going to give you everything you need. They've been provoking Russia this whole time, America, and then talking about we're going to give you all the money you need. Both parties are compl compl are complicit in sending our money over to wherever they're going to go. They want war. And I've had people argue with me like, oh, having war helps the economy. Da, da, da. Why do we have to risk people's lives for a war? Why does it need to be a war? And like I, I told you last time, um, Byron, please look up why Russia is responding the way they are and that why that president fled to Russia. America influenced and mess with their elections to get that Zelensky guy in there. The guy who funds Zelensky is a schemer. He has been known nationwide, globally, for being a money laundering criminal. That's, he bankrolled this actor to become the president of Ukraine. America has had their dirty hands in this, and they've been laundering their money. And you know what? Biden's son, um, the uh, Russian uh, mayor's wife gave him money. And then you have the, it's, it's all a scheme and they know Russia can beat the crap out of Ukraine. If Russia want to take Ukraine over all of it, they could. 
So the thing is, why are y'all sending all these weapons so the Ukraine gets back it off? So I, in my opinion, I feel like America is silently giving our weapons to Russia because they know Ukraine can't win. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I will give a rebuttal and then I'll, I'll go ahead and step down if somebody else wants to jump on. Um, so I, I, di- I disagree with you a lot because I, I have done my research. And this is not just surface level research. You actually have to look at both sides to understand what's going on because geopolitics, it's like if, if Canada or Europe is looking at America and they only look at CNN or what's on the front cover of Wall Street Journal or whatever, they're going to think Trump wanted, uh, you know, bleach uh, to go into you for COVID. And, and they're going to think of all the, the negativity that's going on in the news. They're going to believe that because they haven't really dove deep into you know, the, the other sides of the web and what are the Republicans talking about. They have to do a lot of research. Um, so I'll just, I'll just talk to you about some of the points you made. I'm, I'm pro-Ukraine because I know the history. I know the history and I, I know what's going on in their politics. Um, they've had so much propaganda and Russian puppets. It would be like Joe Biden, right? If Joe Biden was president in Ukraine, well, we, we would know, hey, wait a minute, Joe Biden, he has allegiance to China. He's not pro-America. That's is what's been going on with Ukraine. They've had two presidents, uh, Poroshenko and Yanukovych. Um, Viktor Yanukovych was a Russian puppet. This is why the country, they wanted to join the European Union because of all the benefits that could come from it. It's a very poor country. They have a red flag on them where they can't really travel to different countries because of all the corruption of their leaders. So Viktor Yanukovych, what he did was he was selling out Ukraine to Russia. The people got so upset with this when he declined to join the European Union that they had a revolt. It lasted 90 days. The whole country, the whole Ukraine capital was against the government. So many people died. And finally, the the last day on the day 90, they said, he doesn't come out and speak to us. We're going to pick up arms. We're going to pick up weapons. When they did that, the next day, Viktor Yanukovych got on a plane with all his billions and flew to Russia. Uh, the next one was Poroshenko. This guy was also a Russian puppet. He had businesses in Russia. And finally, when there was another, um, when there was another uh, presidency about to happen, uh, Zelensky won. And Zelensky tried to get him in trial to find out why. T- all the money that that was going uh, that was supposed to go to the Ukraine people wasn't going there, so he fled. He ran to London. He's there now, another Russian puppet. Zelensky, I feel, is a modern day Trump. He's his party is named for the people, servant of the people, right? He's an actor that wanted to take on corruption in his country. You can look at. Uh, I think he brought up his corruption with. Uh, the, the oligarchs, you really have to dig deep because there's surface level things that you have to know that you will see on surface level, but you have to dig deeper. What happened with that oligarch was he owned a bank called Privat Bank, right? So he had all of his money. He owned that bank. They took that bank from him. And um, the, the leaders, the corrupt Russian leaders took that bank from him and they took his money. When Zelensky got in power, he wanted Zelensky to help him get his bank back, his money, but Zelensky didn't do it. Right, because he knew that if he does that, then they're going to use that against him. So that didn't happen. He didn't get his bank back. He didn't get his money back. He's still poor now. Um, Zelensky, yes, he used uh, the oligarchs to win the presidency because 
of all the propaganda going on in Russia or uh, in Ukraine. They have an RT network in there. They're, they're using the RT network to spread so much propaganda that they're telling people to align with Russia. They want us to go back to the you know, Russian Federation. There's just too much propaganda for them to win. This is We have this now. We have CNNs and MSNBC installed propaganda bullshit that are throwing on the people creating division, right? So we have Zelensky now, and now they're at war. Zelensky tried to meet with Putin, tried to have reasonable negotiations, uh, but he doesn't want to. He's attacking the Donbass region. He he annexed the uh, he annexed uh, what was it called? Uh, uh, I forgot the name of the the place he annexed, but he took over a region in Ukraine. And uh, once they took over, they had a vote. So like you conquer it, and then you have a vote. Do you guys want to join Russia? Or do you want to join Ukraine? So they controlled the vote, right? Russia takes over. They control the vote. It's called the Crimea. Sorry. And 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 this is what's been going on. Now it's not. It's not we can have a whole. That's a whole different discussion in tonight. But we can have yeah. a discussion on Ukraine. I actually want mine hosting a show and debating you on it because I'm not yeah. worried about that. Um, but yeah, we have a whole. I'll finish up. I'll just finish with this. Um, if you guys want to know the history, if you're pro Russia or pro Ukraine, look I'm at the. Pro America. Okay, pro America. But we have to support people that can't. I, I feel we can support people that can't help themselves. The, Putin's been in power for decades and he's used his, uh, his power to stay in power, right? With fear. He, he blew up a building with kids in it to create uh, a scenario where he was telling his society, I need to stay in power because uh, we have threats of terrorism. So I need to be present again for another five. He's been doing this all along, and he's killing his uh, rivals by poisoning them, right? So, so before you promote Russia or Ukraine, you should really do your research on it. I'm pro-America. Yeah, I don't agree with you know sending money over there, but I do agree with supporting them. That's fine. We can support, and that's my final thought. I can support. I can support the people if they're they're being affected by this this you know thing going on here. Look at those two countries. But I have done my research. And, I, and then I went back to the old media. The media is saying one thing now, and they're saying something different back then. So, and, and also too, I can't get down with supporting Nazis, and then the Ukrainian army has Nazis in it, and that's most of their army. And then when I'm sitting there using their people as as armor and body shows that 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 place you bought up in Ukraine is is people who are Russian sympathizers, and the Ukrainian people were attacking them. But anyway, like I said, we can have a whole debate on that another time. But I'm going to get to private and then Christopher. I just want to say thank you. I just want to say thank you for that, Byron. Um, I actually started yes, looking up uh, Victor like immediately because I'm actually fascinated with this story. I'm going to do a little bit more research on that. You managed to give us a lot of insight of what's been happening with Ukraine and Russia. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to do my homework on that. Uh, thanks again yes, for definitely. that. And definitely do everyone do your own research. Go back and look from back in the day before the whole narrative switched up and changed because they got Nazis fighting with the Ukrainian army because they couldn't build an army on their own. They they, they, they use the, the battalion A-Z-O-V. Azov. Mm-hmm. Azov battalion was a Nazi battalion and they never yeah. got purged out of Ukraine. And they hate Russians. They've been murdering them for since uh, 2013 when they Soros mm-hmm. takeover happened. 
I don't want to get into the whole Ukraine thing, but there's a lot of stuff that's just not 100% there. Uh, what I do want to, uh, but what was I just going to, oh yeah, um, we definitely got to have America first. We cannot be sending money over there so they can take their money to Switzerland. They were caught in Switzerland with giant bags of money buying these expensive homes. We're just protecting them because they know, know Russia is going to win. The Ukrainian army is just losing ridiculous amounts of troops. They, there's no way that Russia is going to lose. This is ridiculous that we're spending this kind of money. We need we could use forty billion to fix our roads. Forty billion to help, you know, the poor here. And another thing, I guarantee you, if we ever got our power back and we said politicians, children first, ultra rich children first to go to any war, we will never have an offensive war ever again. And we really need to focus on building us, like our people, our uh, local communities, having our own economy. You know, we need to get our sheriffs in check because when this does go down, our sheriffs are going to be our greatest ally and they will they will help the community. At least that's how it should be. And it, anyways, uh, this whole, can I just talk very briefly on the whole Ukrainian history? I don't want to dive into it because it's just... And because if somebody you can because I guess at this point we're at the hour and twenty six mark. If someone makes it this past this far on a replay, that's some that's good, good stuff. So yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Um very quickly though, because we gotta get to Christopher. I'm gonna try and be brief. Uh the whole Russian uh Ukrainian thing, they're the same culture. Okay. They started in uh Kiev and Rus back in uh when the Eastern Roman Empire was around. And they converted to uh, Eastern Orthodox Christian faith. And the Russians were formed eventually after the Mongols, you know, and then they were more organized. And eventually they became the Russian Empire, which conquered uh, the Crimean Khanate, which was never part of Ukraine. It was always a part of Russia. And uh, uh, the Soviet Union's leader, uh, who was the guy that murdered like 50 million people? Uh, Stalin. He illegally transferred it to Ukraine to make the borders look nice. So this whole thing that it did, that the uh, that area that he annexed was illegal is, is total ridiculousness. It's it's propaganda. And Ukraine was conquered, you know, a while ago with Russia, but they essentially are brothers and sisters. They are essentially brothers and sisters. I, I don't want to get much more into it. Uh, you know, it's just, it's none of our business. We shouldn't be over there in the first place. You know, there was bioweapons labs there that were uh, uh, un- uh, declassified by our own government and covered up by the media. You had to look into this. There was bioweapons labs there that were meant for eliminating weapons of mass destruction, a.k.a. nuclear weapons. Who has nuclear weapons over there besides Russia? They're trying to figure out a way to eliminate the Russian people. Imagine if, if uh, in uh, the Mexico, there was a bioweapons lab there from England or from China or from Russia, and they were doing the same thing. You think we wouldn't invade Mexico? Come on, think about it. Anyways, uh, you know, just to be friendly with your neighbors when this stuff does come down, they want us to kill each other. You know, they don't want to fight us all united. Their greatest threat is... Us together. We must be one. We cannot be divided. 
And that's why I really want to just, I'm good. Thank you. I appreciate that. Next up, we have Christopher. And if Christopher, if you don't mind, I, I finally have the video clip I wanted to play earlier. And I tried, it to, I tried to add it to Twitter through the app, and it still didn't load. So I had to do it through a different way. Okay. Um, why did they... Now it's saying there's no internet. You know, I'm connected to my internet. Christopher, you go ahead. I'll figure it out. Hello. Hello. Yes. Now, these people who we are talking about, we might call them the power elite. We might call them the overlords of society or whatnot. But they are masters of natural law. They are masters of it. So, why does you why does the United States send them pallets full of cash and whatnot. I don't know how they're doing it. Maybe it's by bait transfer, you know, put it on C-130 on pallets and fly it over. I don't know. It's because we told them to. And you say, well, Chris, well, how do we tell them? We told them by our silence and by voting. They are masters of natural law. So, when it all comes up that, oh, you, you have been sending pallets of cash to Ukraine and whatnot, then all they do is they turn around and say, oh, but you voted for me. And also, when we do keep sending you this, <laughs> this cash overseas, we keep working and thereby keep paying the taxes. It's all commerce. You walk outside right now in your neighborhood, granted if it's not a particular neighborhood by a particular group in this country that I won't name here, but you will see commerce. It's all commerce. And also, if I came over to wherever, somebody's house, and I said, hey, I'm going to cut your grass for $30. Okay, so... Whoever that is gives me $30 for cutting their grass. Now, imagine someone coming out of nowhere, out of the woodwork, and saying, oh, did you just get paid $30 to cut his grass? Oh, okay. Well, I'll tell you what. Give me uh, uh, $5 of it. How does that sound? What, what does that sound like? With, if you traded your labor for... Someone uh, legal tender because there is no illegal tender. There's no legal tender for something illegal. So you can't go say, well, go over there and slash that guy's tires and I give you $50 for doing it. Well, that's illegal and that's destroying someone's property. So there's no legal tender for that. But hey, can I cut your grass for $30? Okay, you're cutting my grass. You're not hurting anybody. You're not injuring. You're not damaging anybody. So I give you the $30, and then someone comes up out of nowhere and says, oh, as a matter of fact, give me 10 of that. What does that sound like? And I'll yield. Hello? 
I'm here. Yes. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll yield. And I, and I just want everybody to think about what that sounds like after you've traded your labor for payment. And someone comes up out of nowhere, either is by acquiescence or some tacit agreement or some adhesion contract or something in the woodwork or something in the, the, the lines of saying, oh, well, you are citizen. And because you're a citizen here and you're working, oh, wait, 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 wait let me get $10. What does that sound like? And I'll yield. Appreciate you. Hello. You're, 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 yeah. Can y'all hear me? I, I I think we're having some connection issues. I but what I think I heard you you're exchanging your labor for money, but you said ten dollars to mow someone's yard. Hello. He's saying hello. I think you're having connection issues, Christopher. I think, yeah, I think we're having connection issues. So I will, to me, it sounded like he was describing slavery. Um, And I don't, I can't hear him now. And it was breaking up when he was speaking. I don't want to assume, but that's what it sounded like. So I'm going to uh, go to John. That's the last person we're going to take tonight. Unless Ariel pops up magically and she hasn't, but I will finally play my video that I was trying to play um, right now, real quick, and go from there. After, after that, then John can go on. The world up until this point was based on freedom. How they advertised you to be a good slave was they would give you some freedom. And when I say slave, I use that word particularly because a slave used to work his ass off and he would get food and a house in return. And 99% of people out here, my friend, are working their asses off. They can buy food in the house. That's it. Most people are still slaves. They would tell you, you're going to be a slave, but you'll be free at least. You know, you can you can do what you want. You can think what you want. You can say what you want. You can walk around outside, look at the trees. You're a slave, but you're free. Freedom, freedom, freedom. And what happened when they did this, something changed. The internet came. People started to talk. People started to think. People started to realize how money's made. People started to realize it's all a scam. Cryptocurrency was invented. Before I continue that, can y'all hear it? Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Now you have Bitcoin, which is surpassing your global reserve currency. We don't need banks anymore. We don't need the IMF anymore. People are starting to talk. People have elected Trump, a man who's not bought and controlled by the establishment. People are starting to actually get their minds right. So the people in charge are like, oh, fuck. We're losing control. We no longer control the money. We no longer control who's in charge of each country. Oh, fuck. We've got to put an end to this. We can no longer base our societies on freedom. We must base our societies on safety. You can't think for yourself. We can't put these videos on YouTube because it's fake news and it's dangerous. You can't go outside because uh, the virus and it's dangerous. You can't travel in between countries without that injection because it's dangerous. This is no longer about freedom, my friends. This is about your safety. They're going to take all your freedom away and instead they're going to give you a nice big helping of safety. And you're going to take it and go, oh, at least I'm safe. You were safer before. You were safer before because now the government can arrest you for saying something you don't like. Because now you're spreading fake news. You were safer when you could have an opinion. I had to play it. 
I mean, he was speaking facts to me. So, hey, John, I'm happy I finally can find it and, and put it up there so y'all can hear it. But yes, uh, hey, John. Hey, how you doing? Um, so, world up I, until this point was based on freedom. Donnie? I'm here. It, it decided to play again. So, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have to comment again on Ukraine. Um, first off, I just posted an article where there's 46 U.S. funded bio labs over there. And there's a lot more from other countries as well. And back in January, I said Putin was going in there because that was what was driving them crazy was uh, the bio labs. And, um, you know, he's taken what he wants, basically. Uh, Eastern Ukraine and Southern Ukraine, where he's got additional trillion do- trillions of barrels of oil already added to their arsenal of oil reserves. And the other thing that really infuriates me, too, is, you know, somebody touched on where, you know, some of these people are taking their money and living in Switzerland and stuff. Also, it's been proven that they they're a lot of the weapons and things that we're sending over there, they're selling on the black market. So, um, you know, this has been one big money laundering state, and we are stupid sending our our money over there. We really are. It's just ridiculous. We shouldn't be getting involved anyway. But that group that that's just that's that's crazy. And so, uh, I just have to close out <clears throat> making those making those remarks. And uh, I think there's a lot of good points made tonight, though. And uh, I've enjoyed listening to everyone as well. So that that I, I just wanted to get that last in there because, uh, um, you know, Ukraine was a lot worse than what, what we thought. More and more keeps being uncovered. So, um, you know, it's just something we don't want to get involved in, period. So anyway, I'll just stop at that. I appreciate you so much. And again, that's why I love you guys so much. And I love having people like Byron come up where um, you can agree or disagree. And we can have the discussions. And that's what we learn. You know, we learn from each other. That's why I, I this podcast has to continue to stay a community podcast um, because we, we learn a lot from each other. Um, you know, I don't want y'all just up here just listen to me spill my stuff and that's it. And, you know, and then people can make their own decisions when they're listening on what they think. But I definitely think that with Byron, definitely let's let's have a discussion with Ukraine and Russia um, soon together. I think it'd be really dope. I think it'd be a really good show. So inbox me on here. I'll hit you up. And Travis, do you want to add anything? Any closing statements before we head out? Um, I was just going to piggyback off the Ukraine and Russia thing. Now I'm genuinely interested um, about this. Um because it's just been bothering me the last couple of months. You know, what is the return investment here? You know, I didn't want to jump straight to money laundering or whatever, but you know, uh, the people have spoken, you know? So, um, yeah, I definitely am interested in hearing you guys, um, you know, go more deep into, um, the whole Ukraine and Russia thing and the United States. Um, that's going to be a hot topic. Uh, and you know, to thank you, Donnie, for having me tonight, um, last minute. And, uh, thank you to all the listeners for joining us tonight, man. Uh, you guys rock. That's all I got for you. 
You're the best audience in the world. Everyone tells their audience they're the best. They're lying. They are. You guys are the very best. Most times when we close the show out in the anthem, I go and look. Y'all haven't even left. Y'all listen to the the Declaration of Independence every single time. So, John Wanderer, Ice Judge, John again, uh, different John, <laughs> Byron Jorga. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I said your name wrong. Owen, Bill, Carice, DT, Christopher, Baldy, and the others who don't have a name and face on here. I appreciate y'all so much. God bless you. And we're going to go ahead and close out the anthem. Bye. Wait, I lied. Time out. We are going on Twitter Spaces tonight. With Kay, Carice down there. Um, at, we're going to talk about promotions and different things like raising money for the movement because money talks bullshit walks. So um, I don't know. I, I may have said that wrong. But we're going to have the Twitter space this evening at 10.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. So if you want to be there on Twitter, you definitely can. So now, bye. that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organized its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer, while evils are sufferable, than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism. It is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government, and to provide new guards for their future security. You're tuning into The Constitutionalist with Donnie the Don. Don't be political property, be free.